Welcome to the Grow Gelt Podcast, where we talk about ups and downs, in and outs of fundraising for nonprofits. Our host is Elazar Green, CFRE, who specializes in communication, strategy, and donor relations. He's helped over 100 nonprofits raise millions of dollars. Every episode is designed to be 10 minutes or less, giving you just enough time to get the answers you need while juggling your busy schedule. Let's get started. Good morning. My name is Eliza Green. Thank you so much for joining me as I navigate the hills and mountains of northern Maryland and southern Pennsylvania. It's been a long time since I was with you today, or it's been a long time since I was with you any day. And I want to explain a little bit before I jump into today's topic, which is fundraising during a pandemic. On the la- the very last podcast that we did, we brought, I talked about the importance of getting in touch with your donors. That was back in the middle of March. Right afterwards, somebody called me up and says, you need to go to a doctor because your voice has corona in it. I went to the doctor, sent away for a test, and then I got very, very sick. I was in the hospital. I got sick for three weeks, and I spent the last week in the hospital, in the ICU. It was not fun. I I almost uh, didn't make it. And it was touch and go there for a little bit. Thank God and thanks to the prayers of everyone. And thank you for everyone who reached out during this time. I'm back and I am, I'm here. I'm ready. I have a new lease on life. And that, and since, since that time, it took a long time for me to recover, about six weeks to uh, recover from that ordeal. And then... We kind of just hunkered down and didn't do anything. Just spent some time with the kids and family. That's that's it. That's why I haven't been here before. Now, I am back. I'm doing my commute from Maryland to Pennsylvania. And because of that, I have time to be with you today. And thank you for keeping me company during this hour and ten minutes ride. Okay. Topic for today is fundraising during a pandemic. So I'm going to tell you three things today, three things. So listen up. First thing is you have to be in touch with your donors. And I said this in the last podcast and I'll say it again now. You have to be in touch with your donors. You can't let them forget you. You can't let them forget their, you know, the difference that they make in the world because of you. You can't let, you can't let yourself drift off. There is a tendency to automatically kind of um, let the donors off the hook. It's a pandemic. It's, we can't do this. What do you, we can't, we can't really ask them right now. They're, they're so busy. They're, you know, we, things are so tough for them. We can't do that. This is not the time to hide. This is a time to connect. This is a time to reach out. First of all, because you really want to see how they're doing, because you care about them, because you're in a partnership and you're in a relationship with them, and you should really see how they're doing. Second of all, if your donors forget that you exist during the pandemic, they're going to forget that you exist after the pandemic. Waiting is not fundraising strategy. Waiting is the opposite, actually. And we're tempted to think, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to wait. And then once I wait, I'm going to... Waiting is not strategy. Waiting is not a strategy. Waiting is the opposite of strategy. So, 
during a pandemic, it's important to reach out to your donors. And if you've done it once, you should do it again. Because we've been in this almost for three months now. And once is not enough. Yes, it's hard. Yes, it's difficult. Yes. But you know what? They're, they're, they want to hear from you. And they want to hear from you because, first of all, it's good for you to make sure that they remember you're around. And second of all, when they hear from you, they... You, you're you're being there for them in a way that they really need right now some of them are suffering financially many of them are not many of them are afraid and for those who are afraid we being there for them can help tremendously it's very very important the other thing i want to talk to you about being in touch with people is that however often you're in touch with them before try to do more now the reason for this is because time passes differently during a pandemic. Time passes differently. The perception of time passes differently. We've been in this pandemic for three months. It feels like years. You, who can remember what life was like in January or in February or even early March? Who can remember? We used to, try, we used to go everywhere without, without masks. We used, to, we used to hug. We used to shake hands. Traveling was not even... I thought of as a problem who, who, who could remember that time it, ha- it feels so long ago time passes differently in a pandemic and therefore in order to stay in touch and high in the mind and consciousness of your donors you need to be in touch with them more often I don't know what formula you use I think for major stakeholders it should be every three weeks normally and during a pandemic perhaps every two weeks that's just a, an average off the off the cuff, off the top of my head. So though that is the first point I wanted to make, or the first two points I wanted to make, which is stay in touch with your donors and stay in touch with them more often. The next thing I want to talk about is fundraising during a pandemic. Because we've been in this thing for three months now, and we are in the middle of what's called a bump. Let me explain to you what that means. In fundraising, during a crisis, historically, there are three stages to fundraising. It's called a bump, a dip, and a surge. I'll explain each of these things. A bump is right when a crisis hits, people give money. People are generous right when a crisis hits. The reason for that is because when a nonprofit usually asks someone for a gift, they have, to communicate, they have to communicate two things. They have to communicate, one, that there's a need, and two, how the donor makes a difference. And if the communication is weak, in either of those two points, the gift will be weak. Okay, I'll give you a second to think about that. The second thing is, oh, so the reason why there's a bump during a crisis is because everybody feels the need. There's no need, ha ha ha, there's no need to communicate the need. The need is there, it's all around us. The only thing you have to communicate is how the donor makes a difference. And when you do that, people give. So historically, during a crisis, there is a bump in giving. Right now, we are in the middle of a bump. Donors that are giving are giving more than ever. And if you do not ask those donors who are giving, if they're not giving to you, they're giving to someone else. If you do not ask your donors who are giving right now and are ready to give, then you will, you're putting yourself in a precarious position. I'll explain to you why. After the bump, 
comes a dip. A dip means people stop giving. They don't have money or they're afraid to give. Right now, there's a bump, but a dip is coming. A big dip is coming. After the, the, the stimulus package goes away, which is any, any week now, after people try to go back to normal and realize that, oh my gosh, a third of the businesses are closed, I really don't have a job, unemployment bonuses, $600 a week has, has come off, there will be a huge dip in giving, and we have to be ready for this dip. And the way we get ready for the dip is to ask during the bump, so we're ready for the dip. Does that make sense? I hope it does. The next thing after the dip comes a surge, and here's how the surge works. For those donors who have asked during the bump and gotten during the bump, and then during the dip stayed in touch with those donors, I'm sorry, for those nonprofits who have asked during the bump and stayed in touch with the donors during the bump and stayed in touch with the donors during the dip, afterwards, when the economy recovers and people get their money back, they give and they give in higher degrees than before. They make up for the dip and they do it in a way that they start giving higher than they gave before. So the surge is because of the connection during the dip. It's important to get this formula right. You ask during the bump to prepare yourself financially for the dip. During the dip, you stay in touch with your donors. And after the dip, you get a surge of giving. That's the formula. And right now, the the nonprofit consultants are looking at, at what is happening in the industry. And they say that really the dip should have been here already, but it's not here yet. We're still in the middle of the bump. We don't know how long the bump is going to go on for, but it is, we are in the middle of the bump. So now is the time to ask. Now is the time to convey your needs. You can do it sensitively. You can say, I know that many, many people cannot give on the, on the way they like the many people cannot give in the way they would like to due to financial pressures of the corona or because of the virus if you are in a position to give would you consider a gift of or can you give a can you give x amount to help the children so that is the third thing i wanted to tell you today and we're just hitting 10 minutes. So I'm going to sign off now or very shortly. But that's the third thing I wanted to tell you. Understand the formula of crisis giving. Understand where we are right now and act accordingly. Ask during the bump. Communicate during the dip. And then you will see a surge of giving after the economy recovers. So those are, that is my fundraising thought for today. I want to thank you all for listening. I want to thank God for this, my recovery, and I'm able to continue to serve. And the truth of the matter is, that's that's why I do this. That's why I do everything that I do. And when I started a nonprofit in 2002, I had no guidance, I had no training, I had I had nothing, and I made so many mistakes. And I was, and I was, I was saying to myself then. For, I was, there was two feelings, two very strong feelings I had. Number one, I looked at so many other nonprofits out there that are successful. I was like, I, I, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm just the wrong person for the job. Everyone else seems to know what they're doing except for me. And then the other thing I, 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 I had a very strong feeling that if I would ever figure this out, I wouldn't keep it to myself. 
I would make sure to share it with as many people as I can because there's a system here that can be utilized in a system that you can implement. There's a, there's a system that you can be, can put in place and understand how exactly you, you raise funds, how exactly you run a nonprofit. So in a way I feel like I exist to serve. And this is, this is, this is how I serve. I serve by serving, uh, by serving you. So thank you for listening. And thank you, God, for the recovery. And I hope you all have a wonderful day. And I wish you much success in your fundraising campaigns. Take care. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Grow Gelt Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. If you think a friend may enjoy it, please feel free to pass it on. To have your question featured on the show or to send us some feedback as to how we're doing, please send an email to egreen at growgelt.com.